Sling the Biscuit, episode 39. We are happy to be back. I'm excited to be back with you from the podcasting casting couch that you see every week. My co-host, Pat Shea, is looking awfully thick. Thick oh, with yeah. a toaster strudel in that new shirt. We got a guest this week that I have been stringing the carrot along for about, what, five months that you're going to come on the podcast and we find the guy, Sean? Yeah, about five months or so. Uh, happy to be on uh, my favorite podcast, boys. Thanks for having me. Hey. It's my Let's favorite go. podcast as well. I'm also Do you ever see my comments? Do you see my comments that I leave on our podcast and the video episodes on YouTube or no? I do. Yes. <laughs> we we talk, we talk about our podcast like we're not on it and then we reply to ourselves. <laughs> it's really it's I, really I'm funny. The, I'm the first one in there. I leave a comment I'm like, "Oh my god, this is such a great podcast. I can't believe I found it." I I'm so <laughs> blessed to have a podcast like this available every Thursday at 8 a.m. Eastern. Yeah. Let's go. You guys change my life every week. Thank you so much. <laughs> Will you come on the podcast, Pat? Maybe Trav and get you the <laughs> <laughs> But um, nonetheless, Nick the goalie. Nick the goalie is here on the podcast finally. Yeah, the TikTok sensation, the IG guy, the the newer YouTuber guy, the guy who can, what is it, you find a coupon that can save more than you? That's the Instagram bio, right? That's the bio. It's 100% yeah. true. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're kind of you're kind of the TikTok guy, though. Like, um, mm. in, in this group, at least... As far oh, as TikTok absolutely. goes, you're, you're you're buzzing. Is uh, when did you start with TikTok? Were you early to it? Um, yeah. So I think I hit TikTok in that sweet spot of 2020, like early 2020, mm-hmm. where kind of whatever you did just kind of did well. Um, so how it all started was like I did Nick the goalie in 2018, just just posted to YouTube, and mm-hmm. it, it never really went anywhere, and. Uh, you know, as you guys know, it takes a lot of idea to do hockey videos and, you know, the views weren't kind of there and it was a lot of work and I, I have a job and that's, it was tough to do it all at once. So I kind of put it on hold for a bit and then, um, just, just one day I decided, oh, you know what, I'm going to try it again, but let's try it with TikTok. I threw up a quick video, three views, no big deal. Uh, didn't think much of it. Okay. Maybe this isn't going to work anymore. And then one day when I was at work, um, my phone's just like, having a seizure and i look and it's just all these tiktok <laughs> notifications and it's like holy smokes and it was like out of thousand views which was big for me at the time oh yeah and i was like okay well i have all these people coming here and i don't have anything else to show them so i literally was like okay i know i'm at work right now but i can whip out my laptop i got my hard drive i'm gonna throw up another video and then that one just did even better and then that's when the snowball just kind of started uh, rolling there this is on the job though this is on company on, time on company time <laughs> Yeah, I was like, you know it. what? This is staying this is focused. Huge. I gotta, I gotta. Yeah, you guys go to work. I'll, I'll be back in a couple. Yeah. minutes. <laughs> I gotta, you know, I gotta there's TikTok, a lot of people guys. that. Sorry, go, go. No, sorry, go ahead, Pat. No, I was just being like him. I was like, you guys, you know, hold off. I got a TikTok. Like, I gotta go TikTok at the job. It was just flowing. Thank you for making this awkward. Let's go. I'll Let's take my fifty and just head to the can. He's got his laptop. He's got like the whole extension cord running out from under the door in the bathroom. That's yeah. exactly what it was, pretty much. <laughs> um, on, on a quick little note before I forget, before we get too far into it, speaking of uh, TikTokers, new people, we got some viewers of the week. Mind if we give a couple of little shout-outs to some new people on the podcast that are listening? Shout them out. Okay, we will do that exactly that. So, um, as always, uh, video version or audio version, if you want to be viewer of the week, commenter of the week, just leave me a comment, send me a message, you know, leave something on the video version on YouTube, and we can make it happen for you. So, uh, Griffin Lane, new viewer, says, love the podcast from Winnipeg. Shout out to you, buddy. We got uh, Mio Lidhammer. I'm I'm terrible with names, as we established last week. He said, I thought the podcast would suck. I gave it a try, and I absolutely love it. So thank you for thinking that we suck, buddy. We're glad we got yeah. you on board. Well, uh, Corey Webster, this is his second time being viewer of the week. Shout out to this guy. Uh, and he bought a lawnmower with our code. So shout out to you. And then Bill in Yellowknife, he says, I'm the only person in Yellowknife listening to your podcast. Probably. We didn't even know people in Yellowknife knew what podcasts were. But shout out to you, Bill. We're happy to uh, have you listening. So those are our viewers of the week. And again, if you want to be, send me a message. Send Pat a message. It'll probably take Pat like eight business days to get back to you. But we'll get you on. We'll get you as viewer of the week. You know, that's a pretty backhanded compliment by that middle guy there. You know, he's like, I thought your podcast would suck, but it's okay. That's like going up to someone like, "Hey, I don't care. What, I don't care what everyone else thinks about you, but you're you're pretty you're pretty cool." Like, you know, that's kind of that kind of. I don't like that. I don't hey, like wins a said. win. 
A win's a but win. At least we have him on. At least we have him on board now. I, I could back. be wrong. I believe uh, he was somebody who was chirping me in the comments. I know there's a lot of them. And then I mm-hmm. tell him, hey, listen, you hate me. I'll stop commenting these things and stop coming after you if you watch the podcast or the vlog. <laughs> and I think Mio was one of those people. So shout out to you, buddy. Shout out to anybody listening to the podcast. We've been uh, growing a bit. Lately, so we, yeah, we, we appreciate anybody transferring over to come listen to the podcast as always. So anyway. Um, uh, Nick, yes. question. Do you Have you experienced this guy on the res and on YouTube or... <laughs> or anywhere have you ever seen I, that name i don't think i have we um we have this guy who comes to uh all our podcasts and i think all our youtube videos as well and we can't really tell if he's a fan or a hater because he watches every <laughs> single podcast and video but then he'll comment like chirps in the and like try to like on us in the comments mm-hmm. which is normal you know like people do that but like we just kind of like ignore whatever go on with our day i think we may have talked about him on the podcast and i don't know if i said like oh he's a hater or something like whatever don't remember it all of a sudden i get a dm from a from a girl named cassidy i'm gonna read oh yes yep 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 okay now it's ringing a bell yeah i know who you're talking about let me see it's in my my general (laughs) he does he's not in my primary no he hasn't earned that yet no 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 (laughs) my my things get all backed up but he essentially was like I uh, didn't know you guys were soft AF, like, you know, I thought you guys were hockey players, forgot you, your generation's a bunch of softies, I'm chirping you on uh, on YouTube. Oh, no, he goes, yeah, I'm a hater, question mark, forgot you two slap dicks or millennials, you were indoctrinated <laughs> to be victims, I hope you guys succeed in your journeys, but I told you I gotta chirp you guys to toughen you up, if I was a hater... I'd be going after your family with mean shit, but I'm not. Quit being so sensitive, princess. This guy says to me, I'm like, wow. Or, well, at the time, I'm like, it says Cassidy. So I'm like, who the, like, what? So I was like, I have absolutely no idea who you are. God bless you. And he's, he replies with, I'm on the res on YouTube. I chirp you guys. I, I made a YouTube account by accident so I can comment. I chirp a lot of YouTube hockey players. They get it and chirp me back. It's fun. I didn't know you guys were so sensitive. I love I'm just, it. I'm just I love like, it. yeah, man, I don't know. Congrats. Shout out to you on the <laughs> Cassidy, your viewer of the week. You know, forget about everybody else. Your viewer yeah. of the week. Shout out to you, man, or so, lady, whatever you are. It, it got weirder. Because, well, for, he said he's a retired – he retired from hockey 21 years ago. So this is like an older guy just like right. sitting around. I don't know what he's doing, but uh, I was just like, hey, congrats on a great career. And then he starts telling me about his family. He's like, this oh, is what uh, – You got my him daughter, to care. Yeah, he's like, my daughter told me about Trav and you. On Facebook, I use my wife's second account, Annie Frank, and my daughter's Instagram oh. account, Cassidy Elliott. 2003 sends me a picture of his daughter with a snowman <laughs> and he's like i'm digitally i don't know if i should say this word but he said it, but he, i don't know it's controversial i'm digitally retarded that's why they are scattered across the internet just like oh thank you thank you for sharing uh <laughs> happy for you man happy for you so on the res confused as fuck with him i don't know if he's a, a man a woman i don't know but i love it. i just thought I i'd share it. that that's confusing you know, if we can I think that's so great that you have a guy that's just constantly chirping you but yeah. you guys get the w because you guys are getting the views and racking in the money from this so there's no like you guys win this hands down and well, i love if, it i wish if i we had could more kinda, people chirping me well if we could dive into that just for for a quick second like and most of today's podcast is going to be influencing you know instagram tiktok youtube focus but Pat and I've talked about this so many times in, in the past couple months, especially since starting the podcast. Like your number one goal is somebody on YouTube, on TikTok, and anywhere is you need somebody to care. If you come and you watch my TikTok, my Instagram reel, my YouTube video, and you leave and you're like, meh, like that is the ultimate loss. If you come and you care in the sense of you leave a nasty comment, you leave a really positive comment and you love me or you hate me, like if you do anything that is not just feeling meh and leaving, it's a win because you got somebody to feel something. And that's the ultimate influence, right? That's that's what you aim to do when you're on social media. You want to influence somebody positively, or yeah. preferably, but negatively as well works as also. It is the goal. I mean, I think with that a guy like that, it's you're influencing him in a positive way. He's entertained, and he's just 
he wants to like get involved and get attention back from us like he wants to interact with us and whether he's doing that through a compliment where we reply and say thank you or he's trying to chirp us and we reply with like a, you know f you buddy thank you as well shit. oh yeah <laughs> that's why well, i reply like, to all the comments and not you <laughs> thank you god bless <laughs> well i yeah i don't i don't i typically if someone chirps i just ignore it okay because it's like I know that all they want is an answer. If they're chirping me, and I'm like, I just don't give it to them. I'm like, do carry on. Feel free to chirp me, but I just, I don't care. But there's your golden that, opportunity to turn them over, though. Like you can, you can take yeah, that negative, turn it into a positive, and get them to be viewer of the week. Yeah, but they'll just continue. They'll continue to comment, you know, looking for me to reply, and then I just, you know, keep doing my thing. Well, I'd uh, love. You got to kill them with kindness. You got to hit them with, that, <laughs> with that that big heart. I'd love to hear Nick's take on how to deal with a hater. I'm sure because TikTok has when you if your video pops on TikTok, there is a whole it, like depending on what audience it hits, there's a whole variety of people in the comment section that love it, hate it, shit on you. Like what? How do you deal with someone that's commenting negatively? Honestly, I've been very lucky in the sense that I don't get chirped too often, so that's why I'm kind of hungry for it. I'm I, I kind of embrace <laughs> it a little bit when I do, uh, but most of the time it's like buddy you suck why are you posting this and it's just like guy i'm playing d division <laughs> beer league yeah. i know i suck like most of the time when it's it's a that's it, all it is it's like a you suck comment you realize you suck right yeah. and i go yeah and and then nothing like they don't it's just like yeah i know i suck like i feel like i'm hard to chirp in that way but uh, like if you if you actually comment on the videos like oh your your video is a bit noisy right now that's what's gonna hurt me more. <laughs> you know, most production quality suck. Production quality yeah, sucks. Yeah, that's yeah. what's like, gonna like you. strike me. It's like oh how dare you! <laughs> <laughs> I put hours into this. I care about this. I color yeah. corrected this GoPro footage for three hours before I post. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, but that's that's funny though because it's like you're not claiming to be anything other than someone who's playing beer league and just loving hockey you know you're not claiming to be anything more than it which is kind of funny that they'll try to be like you suck like yeah it's either you suck yeah or something like that and then i yeah. either just go yeah and or i start laughing at it and then they just get so confused <laughs> like wait he's not he's not butthurt about it and it's like, uh, no it's it's i'm not gonna take the w here boys yeah, people are <laughs> chop people one up are weird Sorry, well, I loved that pause. I loved that pause. I don't know. I was enjoying the pause. The pause. It was. Pause? It was. Oh, yeah. We had a. We had an awkward silence. That was. <laughs> I thought that I heard was, something because I saw. I saw Trav's lips move, but I didn't quite hear it. So I. I oh, thought no, so I said too. Chop one up. I oh, said yeah, chop one up. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I was just My then bad, like I, I. was waiting for him to carry on, and nothing happened. I was. So for the the video version of the podcast, I always look a little bit off to the right of the camera. It's not as like. A powerful conversation if I'm not looking at you. So I look off to the wall and I hear this awkward silence and I'm just thinking to myself, "Shit, I forgot to pay the Wi-Fi bill. Damn it! <laughs> I think they, I think they cut me off. Oh no, they're back. They're back. We're good. That's damn beautiful. <laughs> so we're good. We're good. Trev, for TikTok, do you deal with much haters? Yours pretty positive on TikTok because you're now doing similar style videos to Nick on TikTok with like the in camera, uh, uh, in the net camera. I I mean, it, Nick's videos are, at least in my opinion, just like happy-go-lucky. Like, I love the game. Let's see what happens when I put this video out. Mine are like more like specifically targeted for like hitting certain things, if that makes sense. And and, and I, I hope those doesn't like come across the wrong way to you, Nick. But like, I, I think they're slightly different. Um, and it's a lot easier to get behind a guy who's just like happy-go-lucky, all that kind of stuff, as opposed to like when maybe I'm like losing my shit or, or like any of that kind of stuff. But the, there are... I feel like the, the haters that come from YouTube, they come anywhere and they'll they'll be on TikTok, they'll, they'll find, find me you. on Instagram. Oh, they they care. They'll, they'll yeah. they go wherever I go. Yeah, no, I, I, with with Trav's TikTok, like they're very they're very educational. Where mine is just stupid, like out of position, like d desperado, <laughs> dumb dumb things on the ice. Where where Trav's is just like super important and, and uh, like they're they're super informative and. Um, it's just cool to see the the life of a of, of a pro hockey player, you know, traveling and and kind of vlog style, where mine's just the same thing over and over again. So I, know, I would, that's kind I of weird. I would disagree, though. I, I think yours are more like like into having fun. Like you're having fun on the ice. You, you make a nasty save here and there. You mix that in with some you know colorful commentary. Dude, 
the the best thing I think you've ever posted, and I and I'm not kidding. I literally crapped my diaper. I had to change my shorts after I watched it. When you went to a stop the puck behind the net, and you look like you're about to just rim it as hard as you can off the glass, and you just put a little soft backhand about three feet behind. You're like, oops. <laughs> <laughs> I I literally I sh- my pants. <laughs> Oh yeah, uh, like to keep it interesting out there. Sometimes I intentionally get myself in sticky situations because I know it might be like comedy gold. And, yeah, uh, yeah, I think that was one of the cases. <laughs> yeah, that was that was a good one, dude. That was that was a good one. Um, maybe another thing that we're talking about too is like sponsorships and whatnot. Because you know, one of us in the podcast, I'll give you a hint, it's not me and it's not the guy in Vancouver, have been uh, raking it in recently. A couple sponsorships, kids doing hot. Uh, so we're all a couple recently, yeah. Um, and, and obviously Nick had a pretty big sponsorship a while ago, uh, hair, hair club, super cuts, hair, uh, great clips. That? Yeah. Great clips. Ooh, so you had great clips. It's got a yeah, better yeah. haircut than me. You can tell, look at that. Look at that salad yeah. on the screen. It's <laughs> a good one. Yeah. That, that's like, I want to talk about the sponsorship hoping... side of things. Like, like when, like when they reach out to you, you negotiate, you get the stuff done, you get, you post it out and all that kind of stuff. Your experience with sponsors and work with companies. Sorry, my experience or Pat's? Yours. No, no, no. no. Okay. We, talk about, we talk about Pat every week. Let's talk about you. Okay. Um, yeah, so I was actually kind of hoping you guys would bring this up because I, I really liked your guys' take a couple podcasts ago uh, about the whole um, you got to invest in the creator and not just give them free stuff. That really mm-hmm. kind of struck a chord with me, and I didn't really think of it that way. Um, so my first ever brand deal was... Um, was with with was with great clips and um they just they wanted a tiktok and an instagram video and uh you know they're like send send me send us a media kit and i was like i don't know what a media kit is uh so i reached out to a lady that uh connects brands with nhl players uh that i've met through doing this whole nick the goalie thing and she's like oh yeah send me send me your analytics and all that and uh We'll get it rolling, and uh, she came up with a price. I sent it over to them, and they said, "Yeah, no problem." I, I was shocked that they that they <laughs> said yes to to what I charged. Um, uh, but yeah, the the whole I haven't had too many brand deals yet. Um, a couple of the the free, you know, could you do a video for us if we give you a, a free this sort of thing, which uh-huh. I think I've agreed with myself just to do until the end of the year. Uh, coming into the new year, I'd like to have. You know, even if it is uh, you get a little commission or something, I would like to have something more upfront, uh, like you guys were talking about before. I think For that sure. just makes sense. And also, I don't want to bombard my audience with ads all the time too. So I kind of and and with my job, I don't necessarily need the uh, the brand deal money. So I think I'm going to make them pay for it. Come, come oh, in yeah. here if they want an ads. Oh, that's a flex for. Th- I got so much money, I don't even need that. It's not got a real job. I'm like you guys. Well, no, unlike you guys, because you have your, you know, making the hockey videos is your is your only income, I believe, right? Uh, yes, unfortunately, it is. Yeah. So, yeah, because I work in broadcast television, that's my main source of income. I don't necessarily need the Nick the goalie money, but all proceeds are going to my uh, my rink that I make one day. So, <laughs> don't need it. But uh, at the same time, yeah. I really care about my audience, and I just don't want to bombard them with ads all the time. I feel, I feel, yeah. I'm personally in like a hybrid, like. I have I'm on a rookie coast deal, which is you know not the not the highest paying hockey job, but then I try to mix it in. So if I get a good uh, sponsor, I'm I'm always excited to for the extra money per week. But I definitely personally will try to you know I, I try to say no if they're just trying to use me and kind of be like, hey, we'll give you commission on a on a product if uh, if you promote it or blah blah blah. And I'm like, listen, I. Oh. The sponsor, like I do, I charge X amount, which is nothing crazy. And I like, I think it's just about knowing your worth. Like there, you have to know, like a company is going to try to take advantage of you. Like they, they want free ads. They want ads at the cheapest rate. And if they can get away with, uh, going to a YouTuber or Instagram or TikToker with, you know, whatever X amount of thousands of followers for, for pretty much saying, Hey, we'll give you part of commission. There's they're laughing so they're obviously going to try and do it but i think for us it's important to just you know stand your ground and they'll come so. well, well and, and like you said you have like a certain value to it like you know gurdip yeah. out in india reaching out saying hey i got these socks socks made of donkey fur that i'll send you six pairs and i'll give you two percent commission like first off gurdip i'm not going to sell any of your socks 
Two, two percent is a terrible deal on commission. You ain't even paying up front. Like if uh. you sell no, you know, donkey fur socks, you're getting zero dollars, zero, not one dime. As opposed yeah. to like like the bigger companies, like I, I know. I think you could put Manscaped in in the category of companies that are kind of like all over social media, but like they know if you want good advertising, good marketing, you have to pay good money. Like you can't bargain for bin sure. shop for you know advertising and whatnot. And, and all the companies too, like um, like Raid Shadow Legends, the the NordVPNs. The am I missing any other companies out there that are like really kind of out there? Late lately, my bookie, <laughs> my book. Oh yeah, my bookie's been everywhere too. Yeah, I I got them for a month and. I think that was it because, I mean, let's be honest, who's like, it is hard to sell a gambling website. Like, to kids. To, to, <laughs> to yeah, kids, a bunch yeah, of, exactly. Like a bunch of high schoolers who, who one are on their, they're on their parents, you know, credit now, card hold, or whatever. Hold on. Now, listen, Derek, I know you're in grade 10, <laughs> but here's what you're going to do. You're going to go tonight into your mother's purse. You're going to lift your credit card, right? You see that yeah. code in the back, that, that code, that 234, you need that. To access the car, you're going to put it on the website, take out some money, and you're going to yeah. get rich gambling. Mom's going to shit her it's, diaper the next day, but yeah, you they're not, could make a lot of money. <laughs> you know what else was tough about it, too, is it is a legitimate website. Obviously, like a lot of the um, like UFC fighters and athletes are now like promoting it. But the thing that made it tough, too, is like I, like a couple of my buddies like on my team like, yeah, yeah, I'll help you out. I'll go on and bet on like whatever. And they go on, and then they go to get the um put their debit card in to get like the double deposit and then like their bank thinks it's suspicious and stuff so it's like it adds Mm -hmm. a whole problem and then once someone's like oh they're just don't care enough to call the bank and go through it so it it becomes hard to to sell but i mean if you guys did use it 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 was supposed to work (laughs) you know (laughs) well and and i think too you have to look at the audience's like takeaway like, well, like no matter what company you're doing, if it's a gambling website, especially like the the audience, whatever they're looking at it. Okay, are they going to buy it? No. Okay, well, am I going to piss them off with the ads? Well, if I keep hammering them for two minutes for the next five videos, yeah, they might leave and say, I don't want to listen to gambling ads. I want, you know, the the vlog or the TikTok or whatever that I came for. So mm-hmm. that that happy medium is so hard to find to keep people sure. happy. But you know, while we got you here, and speaking of Nick, Nick's great clips, let's talk about a great little clip for the boys downstairs, Big Al and the fellas. Manscaped, our presenting sponsor for the podcast, as they do every week. Pat Shea, as you can tell, is looking really big. It's looking stacked. Extra thick and juicy this week, like a Juicy Lucy. Hey. Triple cheese under that black Stop. long sleeve on the video version. If you're in the car or in the AirPods, you can't see it. Take me at face value here, folks. He looks good. He looks good Stop because he's trimmed, that. he's shaven, and he's shaking with the Manscaped lawnmower. Pat, tell him about it. What? What? Come on, I'm complimenting you. Travis. It's Christmas. No, I'm blushing. I'm blushing. Thank it's you. It's Christmas. Come on. <laughs> Thank you. you yeah, good. no, I I did I did shave recently on my uh, on my on my chest. It uh, feels good. I feel loose right before Christmas. Um, if I'm if I'm, I was up in Canada, Trav's uh, Trav's homeland, and I think Nick Nick's homeland too. And I was uh, I was pretty hairy because it was cold up there. It's colder, obviously. I was just keeping that fur, and then I as I was like, okay, I'm coming home for Christmas. I'm going down south. I was like, I need to. I need to get rid of this fur. I'm going to start sweating. So obviously I just grabbed the Manscaped on the bus and just started shaving down in the middle of the bus. And you just kind of put like a bag in front of you and all the hairs will go into the bag and you just throw it out after. But Actually, yeah, so- if I could cut you off for a sec, yeah. the lawnmower kit comes with that little newspaper. That's the mat. You put that under you. Yeah. So let's say, you know, you're Pache, you play for the Maine Mariners, you're on a road trip. Guess what? You pull out the mat, you put it on the floor of the bus and you just yeah. let go hit the mat. You pick up the mat and boom, throw it in the bin. You're good to go on the bus. You're ready for the next game, a three and three and you're feeling light and you're yeah, feeling you're confident feeling and, and you look good, good as Pat. I would... Nick looks good too, but not as good as Pat because you know Pat's been lawn mowing for a little bit longer than him, so he's got a little bit of catch up to do. But you can join the club too. You go to manscaped.com. There is a link in the video description and in the podcast notes uh, on the audio version. A link again is for the video version on YouTube. And use the promo code Biscuit B I Z or Z K I T Biscuit. No sixty nine, just Biscuit B I Z K I T. Get twenty percent off free shipping. Pat will give you a slap on the back end on the derriere and send your order out the door with a smile. I can't because I'm a Sweden. Really great Christmas gift. It is the 100%. gift that keeps on giving. It is the gift that gives another gift to your loved yeah. one. Valentine's Day is coming up right around the corner. New year, new me. You want to get impressed her? You want to give her the bone hammer on date night? That's what you got to do. You got to trim the trees and the grass. Or no, you trim the grass. The trees look bigger. Sorry. That, that was yeah. backwards. You don't want a bush. 
<laughs> you want to avoid that old bush. Car. You trim the bush around your deck. That's what you do. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> exactly. So make uh, someone's make someone's holiday this year and get them the mask. Or yours. Lawnmower. Or yourself. Maybe, treat yourself. Yeah. Maybe yeah. maybe you're single. Maybe you know. Pamela Anderson, maybe give her a little treat, maybe, yeah. you know, spoil her. Anyway, thanks to Manscaped, as always, for sponsoring the podcast. Back to our programming. One of the things that amazes me the most about Nick is that he's probably the best, like, cinematographer, like, on the entire hockey realm. Like, I'm serious. Like, everybody knows Nick is the guy making the TikToks and the reels, putting them out on there, you know, having fun with the, the GoPro-style hockey. But, like, the dude's cinematography is next level. Like, you can see on the video version, that background he's got, like, his cinematography blows mm-hmm. me out of the water, Pat out of the water, it, any any creator in the community like nick is at the top of the leaderboard so uh do you want to talk a little bit about that and how i guess your career in media broadcast and whatnot kind of carried over to uh nick the goalie shall we say yeah pretty much so i was always a huge camera nerd growing up my my dad actually was a cameraman for 25 years uh for it did lots and lots of hockey and has done so much playoff hockey um and you know, it's just I've always been drawn to the camera, and I got my first DSLR in, in grade twelve. And and how it kind of all started was uh, uh, I, I did a lot of BMX, and uh, my friends and I was like, oh, we want to make an edit, but we don't have a camera. And I was like, you know, what? I, it's about time I get a camera. So got the camera, shot the edit, and then it just kind of grew from there. Um, had a BMX channel for a while, which which did really well. Um, it was kind of like a vlog style BMX, just hanging out with the guys at the at the skate park and whatnot, and. Um, and then you just kind of start diving into to other things with it. Uh, you know, it was kind of harder to make the BMX videos, so now we did kind of similar to Pat with skits. Uh, I met a couple guys that uh, were were they're so creative. If if they had a chance to, you know, an opportunity to be noticed, they would do so so well because those guys are hilarious. Um, yeah, so it kind of went to the to the skits for a bit. We entered a couple film contests, came second twice for a couple of our films, which was great. Um, and uh, just a lot of Peter McKinnon, a lot of Maddie Hapoya on YouTube, Daniel Schiffer, and just, just watching and learning and, uh, trial and error. And then uh, just kind of brought it to the hockey world. Cause I was like, you know what? I think a good mix for the YouTube, uh, would be kind of doing kind of what Peter McKinnon did, but with hockey, with just the nice cinema, uh, cinematic B-roll. That's, that's kind of what I wanted to implement in my videos. And, and you, you've been texting me about this last couple months a little bit about how, like, it doesn't really do as well for you. Like, you, do you think there's a reason why the cinematography hasn't, I guess, kind of, like, popped you in the same way that, like, the organic GoPro hockey videos have and why those have and versus the cinematography back and forth? Personality. I, I, it's so weird because I'm, I'm such a shy and awkward person until I get into my goalie gear, and I, I can't tell you what it is. But, uh, you know, Trav's met me in person before and, you know, I, I'm, I'm a shy, quiet person for the, for the most part, which people find very, very hard to believe coming from my TikToks, but that's, it, it's true. And I tried doing the, the photo video YouTube channel before and just couldn't do it. It was too awkward. And I thought, you know what, I think I'm a bit funny, more funny in, in goalie gear. Let's give that a try. And obviously it's, it's doing well. So, well, I guess two thoughts on that. The first was. Like when I first came across your stuff and like I had no idea who you are, I'm like, man, this guy needs to be medicated. I think, like, <laughs> this is a little bit concerning that these things are coming out of his mouth. Like he's making high pitched squeals and screams and whatnot. And and then also like when when I you know I've met Nick in person. How many times have we met? Probably like three or four uh, different times in Vancouver. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And every time, like, I, I just think to myself when Nick tells me he's like, ah, oh, I'm not very good in front of the camera. I'm like, put the goalie gear on at home, film the talking headshot. I, I honestly think that's that's the the answer. I really do. <laughs> I got to give it a go. <laughs> Somebody walks in and you're like, "What? Are you, I'm not even going to ask what you're doing. Have fun, Nick. Talk to you later." Yeah. <laughs> that that's kind of it. Can be frustrating. I feel like and um, because like as a video creator, like we we know how much like goes into making a like c- cinematic video of like especially if you, like of yours like how much goes into it and uh, like how much like skill it takes to edit it, to film it, et cetera. And like we can appreciate it. So if like we're watching your YouTube video, we're like, well, this is really, this is really cool. Like he did really well with this, but versus like the average viewer, they it's like, it can be frustrating because they're like, they have no idea. They're just like, Oh yeah. Video. Like 
where's the talking you know like where's the talking part like the, it can be frustrating i feel like to with youtube because it's like um they don't care or understand how much goes into that part of it even though it looks so cool to like the guy who made the video versus like on like tiktok it's just all like short attention spans and they love like the personality or like even in a youtube video they're just like trying to look for like personality or like connect to someone but have you found like frustration in that yeah i I think so i I think what what i'm most frustrated about is just not consistently posting to youtube i feel like i could be doing so much more but just my work schedule is just taking a lot out of me and it's just so much easier to do tiktok because it doesn't take as long to do i guess if that makes sense Mm -hmm. um but uh yeah i i find it a little frustrating because sometimes just playing it back and it's just like oh why can't i you know have that personality out on the ice when just doing a normal talking headshot and just haven't figured that out yet that that is kind of funny you like come alive in the in the goalie gear that's that is interesting <laughs> like uh so like when you're vlogging or something like you you even if you're by yourself you'll struggle to to have that same like i don't know like uh outgoing like personality that you do as you're as when you're in the goalie gear on the ice yeah hearts racing a million miles a minute and a million wow. beats a minute and uh <laughs> I, I have i have a little studio set up in the basement i shoot late at night when there's nobody nobody up so mm-hmm. i can just I, I just want to be as comfortable as possible and uh for sure yeah that's why i haven't really dabbled in the vlog stuff too too much because it's just i don't know my, my heart would just <laughs> explode if i brought the well, dslr out and and the gorilla pod and although that's what i really really want to do on the inside but i just haven't mm-hmm. been able to commit to doing that yet. You, you know what? <laughs> that just got me thinking for a sec. Somebody, I, I can't remember. Somebody was asking. It might have been Nick. It might have been somebody else texting me about it. But somebody was asking me about like carrying the camera out and about in public, like actually like like vlogging like in front of people. Like, does it make you nervous, or whatnot? And and I realized this this year in Sweden. I was like, when I vlog in public, my you know my tripod, my camera, my mic are literally a advertising billboard for myself. Like when you pull the camera everybody stops and they pay attention to what you're doing. They're like, what is this guy doing? I want to see what he's going to do next. And they pay attention. You finish your, you know, your spiel to the camera and then they talk to you and then you market yourself. Like there was the, the, every time I go to like an SHL game in Sweden and I have my camera, you know, people recognize me, people talk to me, whatnot, left, right and center. But I think the best one that I had this year was uh, when I went to the team of Sweden, team Finland, World Junior previous series game with, you know, my boy Wallstead and uh, Callie Klang. Shout out to those guys coming on the podcast. Um, having the, the camera itself out, People are like, oh, well, what do you do? Oh, I'm, I make YouTube videos. Really, what's it called? And then I show them the channel, they subscribe, and they're watching every video now. Like, my camera is my walking billboard everywhere I go, as opposed to being like, oh, I'm kind of scared to do this. What are people going to think? Like, nobody's going to have an opinion. Like, it doesn't really matter what people think. Just, you know? Yeah, but it's also easier said than done. Like, because I, 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 I can don't care, you know? No, exactly, exactly. But it's tough. It's tough. Like, I can relate to what Nick is saying because it's like I'll struggle with doing that too like uh if even if I'm just sitting I'm doing like a sit down talking to the camera type thing like I'm somebody who who lets loose on camera too like I'll I'll just like drop the filter and ramble things and whatever I'll watch back I'm like whatever I think is funny or like comes uh that's like good after I'm like I'm included if I say something stupid or I'll just you know delete it or whatever like uh, clip it out but it's it's tough too because like I know that I'm gonna say some like nonsense, and if someone's like in the other room, like listening to me talking to the camera by myself, like spewing nonsense, like there's always like a thought in my head. I'm like kind of like a little uncomfortable. Like okay, like can you just off or like ten minutes so I can just be an <laughs> idiot? You know, like it, it. But no, I can relate to it, and I think a lot of people can relate to that. There's a lot of people who who DM me or like want to start a vlog and they're like, Hey, how do you do it? I'm like, no, honestly, it's, it's kind of hard. Like, I'm not going to lie to you. Like you pull a camera out in front of a team, like, especially if you're not like one of the loud guys in the team, it can be hard if everyone's like then going up to you. Oh, the camera's out. Ooh, Ooh, camera. Like, and if, especially if they're awkward in front of the camera and they're like, kind of like freeze up with you with the camera, it it, it creates like a little anxiety inside of your own head and stuff. And you kind of have to just, Fil- you have to kind of block it out and do the best you can to just block out everyone around you and kind of focus on what you're saying and doing. And it, it, it's definitely a difficult challenge for sure. 
maybe easier yeah. for someone like Trav. <laughs> you, yeah. Oh, sorry, it, light bulb just clicked off. You know who it was? It was Cooper Lucanda who was messaging me about that. He was trying to—he was telling me the exact same thing. He's like, mm. I'm, "Dude, I'm trying to vlog. I have a hard time like pulling out the camera in public. Like, I, I don't want to vlog in front of the guys. Like, I, I, I don't film as much as I want to, but I don't have the clips. I want to film, but I don't. Like, it, it's a very interesting balance. Like, I'll, I'll say with yeah. my endeavor in Norway." My goal was to be like as sneaky as possible. Like the guys will not notice that I have the cameras, and like a couple of them were asking me after skates, like where where are the cameras? Like I haven't seen you have any cameras all week, like out at the rink, in the rink, and whatnot. I'm mm. like, that's the goal. You're gonna have no <laughs> idea that I'm doing it, and then it's just gonna magically pop up on YouTube. You're like, that's where they were <laughs> in the you, rafters. So you're hiding, you're hiding cameras. Yeah, that's one way to yeah. do it. It's you know I always thought too would be an easier way is this but obviously it's not idea like uh, realistic when you're not making a ton of money but it's like if you just had someone filming you rather than you being the guy holding the camera talking to yourself there's something like less anxious and less um, stressful about if someone was just following you around during your day and you can just talk and do your normal thing and they're filming it because when you you have full control and you have to create the whole storyline of you know, with your talking to the camera, it becomes more uh, difficult, I guess, which it's just part of it. And it's like, if you want to do it, it's something you have to overcome or, or, you know, learn to deal with. But again, easier, easier said than done as is a reason why a lot of people don't do it. Yeah, I mean, that's no, a big expense though. No, like to have, to have an editor, well, to have an editor, to have a camera guy, to, to add all these positions, like, it's an expense and especially in, yeah. like, when you're in a niche of a niche of a niche like you know all three of us are like that's a that, that's something like i can't afford pat can't afford yeah. like like for like, when i was in norway like the the media guy he took all my cameras like he's like i'll set them up for you i'll take care of them so you can just focus on playing and i'm like this is so nice that's what I, I gave i gave him the cameras when i walked in and i didn't pick them up until after and i'm like where'd you put them he's like oh i don't know if you like the angle i'm like if you did it and i didn't have to it's going to be great i will make it work <laughs> and yeah. yeah it's not as good as putting cameras on the ice and whatnot but it is just so nice to not have to oh, deal with them yeah you need um, that sp speaking of dealing with people uh, I, I wanted to talk to nick about his job with the media company that he works with and we said we're not going to specify this media company we were talking right before we started recording about uh some of the staff and just like in in the hockey community in in just i think anywhere where there's some uh clout involved if that makes sense like when you have a following there comes an ego uh, i'm holier than thou like it it drives me and well me specifically and maybe not as much with pat but it drives me nuts cuz like if you act like that all the time nobody's going to want anything to do with you one day like when you're not important anymore when nobody cares about you and like like nick deals with these types of people all the time you want to talk a little bit about that yeah so so basically for my job i don't i'm not I don't work for a certain. I get contracted out to different uh, to different media companies, so that, that's basically what I do. And uh, you know, there's there's always this certain bunch that just I don't know. They just kind of rub me the wrong way. They they always think you know we're 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 top dog, even though in my personal opinion, and I, I don't think they're 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 top at all. But uh, it, it gets a little annoying at times seeing it. Um, it's just just be cool about it, you know, like. Mm -hmm. just be, just be happy to be here and don't be like oh i'm i'm the best or because i'm on this show or whatever that that's yeah i deal with that a little bit and it, it's it's a bit annoying would you agree though like when when you meet one of those big dogs whether and again we're not specifying companies but like if you meet a big dog at tsn at the nhl network at sportsnet whatever like and they treat you like like uh hey how's it going and, and they're talking like they've known you for 20 years like it's just the most humbling feeling it's like this dude actually yeah. cares. Like he's not big dogging me. He's making the time. He probably doesn't care, but at least he's making me feel like I am worth his time, as opposed to the opposite. Like when you do the opposite and you big league somebody, it's like man, like it's the most worthless feeling in the world. Like somebody doesn't even value enough to give you five seconds. Don Cherry, great guy. The, gr great, the yeah, oh, I, I thought guy. I thought you were gonna say he's a bad guy. I was like, no, great guy. You know, no, that's I've, awesome. I've met Don twice, and he, you know he's he's given me time. We we talked we talked hockey, and uh, great great guy. Um, you know, obviously had the controversial stuff on on hockey night, but uh, which kind of ended his career a bit. But uh, this this was uh, when I met him. This was like 2013, 2014, and uh, it was it was really cool to you know talk to a guy I see on TV every Saturday night, and you know he's given me mm -hmm. the time of day, and uh, we're just talking hockey. It was it was pretty sweet. 
I, I got to give a quick shout out to my dad. My dad's idol is like Don Cherry. He has all the Don Cherry DVDs. Like he's gonna be calling me after years and say, "Son, he he knew Don Cherry." Yeah, Dad, he worked <laughs> with Don Cherry. He he loves Don. grapes. I got uh, uh, yeah. My 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 first ever job was was called a runner, and uh, I I got to give uh, Ron and Don coffees. That was that was my job. Make sure they what, were, what do they, they take? <laughs> How do they take it? Oh, I don't remember. This was years ago, but uh, yeah, no, they're they're both great. Both great guys. I, I no. find it amazing how, like, he, he made that same speech every day, or sorry, every year on Remembrance Day for like 30 years, and finally, like, it was just, the one time was enough. You people was enough to get him fired. Yeah, it, it's it's crazy. I, I still feel like a bit of Hockey Night is kind of missing without him, if you loved him or you hate him, but he's oh, just, yeah. I don't know, just growing up, always seeing the crazy suits uh, every Saturday night, and uh... oh, the suits, the suit game was so tight. Listen, <laughs> Passy Cam Campbell Campbell Cassie, what, I don't even know what her name is. Man, she is not cutting it. Like, just any of the, the I guess the replacements to fill Coach's corner. Like, it's just it's not Don Cherry. Like Don Cherry is hockey night in Canada on a Saturday night. At that point, you just got to do something entirely new. You can't be, you know, you can't be beating the same dead horse. I guess you know, trying to make it work. Uh, in right. my opinion, but is uh, that a pun? Because he's like eighty years old. <laughs> no, just just just, just, just the uh, the coach's corner thing. Like you gotta cut it, do something entirely new. Uh, thank God they got BX on there. That's all I have to say. Oh, he's a lifesaver. <laughs> do you he, think he is such a? Sorry, go go ahead. Sorry, enough about me talking, Pat. Well, yeah, I was just gonna say, like, do you think age has something to do with that? Like Don being so down to earth. Like, you know, he found success after when he was a bit older. Versus someone who is young, like from my experience, like I think it's true. If someone finds success or fame even like too early in their life, they don't know how to deal with it, and they'll think uh, they have like a different mindset on it. Versus like someone who finds it later in life, they know that. Sorry, I'm like tweaking with my eyes here. They know <laughs> that uh, I was getting the light in my eyes. I was watering, but they'll understand like what. Um, like what it kind of means to be human, I guess. Like they've they've gone through more struggle and failure versus someone who kind of pops in like, I don't know, in their teens. Or say like, a, use like a TikToker as an example who just pops in their teens for being good looking. And they'll they'll kind of miss that, like what it means to like struggle and be human. They'll, they'll kind of hold it over you like they're better than you versus someone like, I don't know, like Don's not like, you know, famous in the grand scheme of the world, but in the hockey world, he's very much so he finds it later after years. So he has more of an understanding of like, I'm not better than anyone. I just kept grinding and, you know, eventually cracked and got to where I am now. Do you think the age has something to do with it? Yeah, it's possible. Um, but at the same time, I feel like anybody, it's just respect at the end of the day. And, um, you know, like th these moments will, will like stick with you forever. Uh, if you just give, you know, if you're, a personality and you give somebody just a couple minutes of your time um you know that stuff they'll always remember like the whole trav and mark andre flurry thing like is that a sponsorship deal nick the Asian <laughs> no that, uh, i wish <laughs> <laughs> rage shadow legends nick's gotta leave the podcast yeah. he's got a new deal coming yeah i know we got this phone from costco that won't shut up Should, I'm sorry, you want to answer it answer it on the podcast he was calling and i have I have no idea, but it, it, it reads out who's uh, who's calling right now. I don't who's know. calling? Who's calling? We want to no. know. Is it the milkman? Great no. clips. <laughs> <laughs> we want our money back. This ad sucked. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Oh uh, man. Yeah, here's uh, here's uh. There we go. Oh no, dude! Anywhere. You gotta send me that picture. We'll put it on the screen for the video version. Yeah. Okay. That's a, that's a wicked pick. My dad's going to love that. My dad's yeah. going to call me about this and the Don Cherry stuff. My my dad loves Don Cherry. He listens every week to you. My dad listens like for within the first hour it's up. He's already calling me, son, I like this. I didn't like that. Right. <laughs> no, he's a, he's a day he's a day one. My my mom tells me, he's like, I have I have a life. I can't listen to your podcast every week. Although my mom did listen to Ilya Brzgalov and said she loved okay. it. She loved Briz. There so, we go. Shout out mom, shout out dad. Both of them listen. <laughs> Absolutely. How excited were you guys to find out that he was coming on the pod? On the pod, that was cool because he was he um, when we were kids he popped off with the the universe humongous big you know so like that was that was pretty cool because I was I don't know like twelve years old so obviously at that age 
at the NHL players are the coolest people in the world. So to have someone like that come on was pretty, definitely pretty cool. Dude, honestly, I thought like the, it, it didn't really click in for me right away. I thought the coolest part was just like Elibras Galov has a kid, and like in, in my mind, I'm thinking this kid has like all the assets in the world. Like you know, Vlad Brzezgalov, you know, shut up, he's gonna play for the U.S. National Development Program next. Like this kid's dude, that kid's gonna be a stud, mm-hmm. and he's got all the resources. His dad played in the show, you know, won a cup, gold medal at the or yeah. sorry, played in the Olympics. My bad. And the dude watches my vlogs, messages me for you know six months a year whatever i, I may have big dog him uh, once or twice just like i forgot to reply in that sense so i apologize in advance to a lot of people sometimes i just forget to reply but he's just like dude i love the vlog and i'm like hmm you related to Ilya? he's like yep that's my dad i'm like can you come on the podcast yeah sure no problem like and his dad doesn't like doing podcasts but because his son i guess watched the vlog like, we got him on so like yeah just like it's, it's very humbling that somebody of that stature like will make time for you and then also like he's raising a kid that isn't big dogging you either. It's just like a nice kid. Like like Vlad messaged me after the podcast. He's like, tell Pat too, if you guys need anything from me or my dad, let me know. We're always happy to help. Like just just nice stand up people. Good people. Yeah. You, you love to see that. Yeah. Just that respectful. Is always good to see. Breath of fresh air, for sure. Very very rare this day and age. Oh yeah. <laughs> Nick has had TikToks and reels that have hit millions of views on multiple occasions. I think the recent one you had on Instagram had like three million views. What is your secret to success, Nick, for popping off and getting, like, seriously, because you have uh, 20-something thousand followers and you're hitting 3 million views, 2 million views. Clearly, you did something. I'd like to think you're a smart guy, I hope, and you know what you're doing. Like, how did those how did those take off? That's the last thing we'll finish with today. I wish I had an answer for you. I really do. <laughs> um, yeah, I just I just heard, or I, I focused a lot of my attention on TikTok. Um and then once once I got a couple of shout outs, uh, you know, the Instagram just kind of started to to grow a little bit, which was super, super helpful. And Trav, you're one of those guys. So thank you. Um, no problem, but I heard I heard, uh, I heard um, that the reels were were the way to go. And I said, you know what, I can I guess I can cut down on the on the TikToks because the reels only let you do 30 seconds, which just kills me. It just there's just so much I have to cut out. <laughs> Because I I don't want to make a long version for TikTok and then another version for Instagram and, and whatever I just want to kind of post them the same but without the TikTok mm-hmm. watermark because that I, I hear that's what kind of brings the views down if you take the the video from TikTok with the the watermark and oh, just post yeah. it to Reels definitely uh, does. So I just I make the same video, upload it to TikTok, upload it to to Reels, and um, yeah, Instagram's really wanting to compete with TikTok. It seems so. Just got to get on on board with yeah. the reels and uh, just be patient with it. Just keep posting, and uh, if it's good, people, you know, if if you build it, they'll come. <laughs> yeah, Dude, me and Pat were talking about this like a couple weeks ago, but like the whole like if you repost a TikTok watermark video on Instagram, they'll bury you. And mm-hmm. I, I found this app that just like you put the TikTok link in, it'll download the video without the watermark. I don't know if you found it, Pat. Ever since I started doing that, my views have been right through the roof because well, I got rid of the watermark. Yeah, I'm similar to to Nick where I'll I'll make the file and then put the file onto TikTok and to IG Reels. That is a good um, strategy for someone who makes their videos inside the TikTok app because like then they don't have the file elsewhere. That that's a lifesaver for someone like that. Like there's a lot of TikTokers who make their videos inside the app and then they'll download it and post their reel with the watermark and not have the same success on IG reels. And I think that's a huge reason why. So if you're one of those guys that just happens to be listening to this, which probably is not many of you just use Trav's little hack there and down use the uh, website to download the, the video without the watermark. Yeah. I, I got to ask Nick, do you edit in the TikTok app or do you use final cut? If to you make could them. ask, if you asked me how you edit in TikTok, I couldn't tell you. I, everything yeah, okay, is final good. cut for me. Every, <laughs> it's just, I'm, it's, it's my, it's my safe space. It's my home. I know how to use it. I know how to get what I want out of it. So I just, uh, and they just came up with the the new um, firmware upgrade or, or whatever that uh, you can have your Instagram aspect ratios, so you don't have to type it in manually like I used to do, and uh, works like a charm because you just. Uh, especially if you're on the Apple system. That's why I love Apple products so much. You, you export the video to your desktop, you airdrop it to your phone, you post it on TikTok, you post it on Instagram, call it a day. Mm-hmm. Dude, honestly, like, so Rob from Bud Ends, our, our boy Rob Lalonde, 
I have I have spent lots of many many days with this man, and I have seen him and I go into coffee shops and not leave for four hours because he just edits everything the TikTok app, and he'll just be there for like four hours. He won't move. He won't go to get a new coffee. He won't go to take a piss. Go to take a dump. He'll just sit there and just edit for hours on hours. And I'm like, dude, how do you do it? Like, how do you have the patience for this TikTok app? Like, I'm the same yeah. way as you, and I'm assuming Pat is too. Just you bang it out in Final Cut desktop oh, yeah. or the downloads, airdrop it to your phone. Boom. I, I do everything on the TikTok then. I just I plug it in, post it, copy the caption, copy the link, re-download it, and then post the TikTok video on Instagram and then rolling. So yeah. shout out it to Rob looks for better. all the work that he does. Shout out to Rob. He's what a beauty. Yeah. Yeah. He, oh yeah it, he's but an it OG, also, man. That guy grinds. Yeah, I respect yes, how is. much how much content he put out puts out on a daily basis. Like I I can't live up to that. That's insane. He's <laughs> he's crazy. Love it. And yeah, his, and his one, grind one little of note, he, selling. He, he calls me the other day. He's like, bro, I posted a video. It only got like 50K. Like, what the hell? I'm like, only got 50K. You're, you're doing fine. You're fine. He's like, yeah, my last couple got like 3 million. <laughs> no, no. That 50K is a very successful video. It's, it's a good number. Actually, I kind of want to ask yeah. you guys uh, your opinions on this. What would you consider... Uh, personally for you guys a viral video like what what's the view count like for me personally okay. i say it's double the followers for it to be viral that's what i think but okay. I'm and keep in mind we have think. about three minutes three minutes or less before we okay. shut her down here okay copy that yep um Pat, you want to go yeah no i i mean vi- yeah if you're doubling your followers 100 percent viral if you're getting like if you're getting more views than followers that's like a super super successful video in my eyes because like you if Typically, when you get a certain amount of followers, you'll get less views, but you'll like have a view number that's like a successful video. And you're like, okay, like if you get 50,000 views, you're like, that's really successful. But if you get have 50,000 followers and you get 100,000 views, I'd say that's, I could consider that in your own right viral. I would say a million. I, like in my mind, whenever I post, if it doesn't hit a million views, it's not viral. Like I've had one TikTok hit a million. I've had one YouTube video hit a million. Yeah. That's it. I don't think anything else I'd post would qualify as viral. I think TikTok and YouTube is different viral numbers. Like TikTok, yeah. a million, I'd say, is safe. But like YouTube's different. Because yeah. if you get a million views on YouTube, I think it's way more meaningful and powerful than a million views on oh. TikTok. Dude, it is so hard to get that. Yeah. Like a million on YouTube. I will never get a million views the remainder of my time uh, on this planet. But you know what you can get is a new episode of this podcast, <laughs> Sending the Biscuit, every Thursday 8 a.m. Eastern, 7 a.m. if you're in Winnipeg, 5 a.m. If you're uh, Nick on the Pacific Coast, you get that time slot. You get the podcast. 2 p.m. in Sweden, 1 p.m. in the U.K., 3 p.m. in Finland. I think that's everywhere. And I think 9 p.m. in China. So if you're going to there bed we in go. the old China, <laughs> you can fire up the old podcast machine and give us a listen. I'd like to thank you. As always, Nick DeGoli, our guest for this week, and Michelle. Give him a follow on Instagram, TikTok, YouTube. Thank you, Pat Shea, for sticking by me. Episode 40 is coming next week, and uh, we will talk to you then. Take us home, Nick. Final words. Thanks, guys, for having me, and uh, shout out to the guy who's driving the tractor. <laughs> yeah, God, God bless DoorDash Pete. God Love bless you, buddy. Keep dashing, brother.